Count us off. Bro. Three, two, one. Brendo, 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 Brendo. Wherefore the Brendo man comes. Comedy, contest, oppression, and fun. Wherefore the Brendo man comes. Comedy, contest, oppression, and puns. Precede, crash, comedy, contest, question, coaching, and semi-final, 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 semi-final. Perfect. Holy shit! We got a Hell big yeah. group today. Yeah. This is great. For this what, Brendan? What is this? This is Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm his brother. I'm Carson's wife, Rebecca. You don't have to. I'm your husband. Well, I'm yeah, just there introducing you go. I like myself in context. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Like, oh, yeah. There you go. Because we talk about you on this podcast, yeah, and now people yeah. are like, "Oh, there she is. Yeah. She's and she's wonderful." My wife. Yeah. Who's that? This is Brady Foley. I am uh, Amanda's boyfriend. <laughs> Found a chuckle I know fucker, we're not so. doing labels, but <laughs> chuckle fucker. <man. laughs> Couple of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have semi finalist Amanda Lindiel. Amanda Lindiel's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. The semi finals are over. Yeah. Whew, thank God. Sorry, did I introduce you too early? No, you did okay. great. Okay, great. 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 You're awesome. so pretty. Uh, <laughs> give me the pat on the head. You got, a, you got a face for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Face for radio. Absolutely. It's been real fun. Yeah. yeah. How many hours have you been in the helium? I feel like I live at helium. Right. They know me there. Everybody knows me. That's rad. Gotten to know the bartenders very well. All Good our bartenders. servers, and they did fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did yeah. a great job. Wait staff. They're the real yeah. finalists. Wait staff. The, the, all crazy, them the craziest thing about the semifinals was the kitchen was broken, so oh, the yeah. only thing they had were salads, so they had to like, tell that, was, that to everybody. That was second night. No fried food, no appetizers, nothing. Well, no mac had, and cheese bites. Nothing. Yeah, no mac and cheese salad. bites. Are you shitting me? What yeah. the hell? They got we mac and cheese bites too. Yeah. COVID menu revised. Yeah. Mm. It was, it was there unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. Didn't get any food. So, wow. I mean, we started with 13 preliminary rounds, three yeah. semifinal rounds, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Brady and Amanda, all three semifinal rounds, either watching or mm-hmm. participating in. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was in all three. That's why I couldn't go through. It's only a time. They're like, Amanda, for the love of God, you got to stop doing this. Yeah, please, please, please don't anymore. <laughs> we already covered the first semifinal rounds, um, but man, should we jump right right into yeah, let's go. night two of the semifinals, Wednesday, August 4th? That was around, we, we were all just watching. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Rebecca wasn't there. But yeah. We're not going to jump right into the contest because we have this amazing opportunity to have a little combo first about being an SO of a comedy addict. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's that like? My wife. Well, being with somebody who's addicted to comedy. It started out super fun <laughs> because I would attend all kinds of of comedy shows. All so, kinds. Yeah. Some, at, the, at the zoo in Vancouver. What? Yeah, that was like our what? second. That was our second date. No shit. I was on a hijinks competition. Nice. Uh, at the zoo. Booked uh-huh. a gig at the zoo? Yeah. Wait, a zoo For in kids in Vancouver. This is like. It's not a zoo no, in Vancouver. This is the name of a nightclub. Oh, okay. Oh, I was like, right? We went to Portland for our zoos. We lived in Vancouver. Not the old zoo. Not the new zoo. Hi, Jinx. This is not. Yeah. Yeah. A nightclub <laughs> okay. zoo. 
a nightclub, and it happened to have a pole. Strip pole opposite the stage had to cross through the audience. Describe the audience that was in attendance that night. Uh, Hijinks wife. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Courtney. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's awesome. Fantastic. Um, couple other people. There was at one table of the old office admins that I used to work with at WSU Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So like this bitchin old like mm-hmm. I'm like two years past retirement, but just like oh one of my young coworkers has a comedy show on a Tuesday. I'll go. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. I had no idea Wicked. you worked with them. That's funny. There was an Oregon Ducks game playing. It was like it was like probably like a college football playoff game or so. It was wild. I did two characters. Nice. Yeah. The first was, uh, I think you started out with Sophia Petrello. Yeah. The, uh, golden girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's quite the charmer mm-hmm. as Sophia. And <laughs> he finished his, uh, set with a flourish. He swung around the stripper pole and like. <laughs> in old lady drag. Yeah, yeah. In old lady drag. And then. Picture this. No. Vancouver, Washington, <laughs> yeah. 2014. Yeah. Oh, Two man. young lovers on an OK Cupid date. <laughs> <laughs> was it an OK Cupid date? The first the one was. One. Oh, okay. The second oh, yeah. one was. Okay. This, this is delightful. Yeah. It is delightful. And then, so he swung around the pole and then slid down with both of his legs up in the air. You <laughs> could see his, yeah. his uh, pantyhose butt. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's the cutest thing. And you're like, I fell in love. It oh, was, right there. It was yeah. really cute. It was, you know, unique and, mm-hmm. you Brendan know. Brendan's seen me in drag. Not bad, right, bro? Yeah. I was like, this guy's a ride. I love it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the second was a ska preacher. That's right. The <laughs> Reverend <laughs> Randy Tuto. Randy Tuto. Oh, so this okay. was what, 2014? That's a Randy Tuto. It was. And I was preaching about the fourth wave of the scapocalypse. And like, <laughs> ska, I don't know if you knew this, is having an internet moment right now. Like, there is a fourth wave of... I predicted it. Yeah. Predicted it. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. the Simpsons. Well, it's like yeah. you make fun of something so much that it's like becomes a thing. No, yeah. Well, you've been doing really comedy for 10 stupid. years. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I've been listening to it again. Well, it's funny. Like, you know, people who are scared to admit where, it or something. What all you know? came from is once upon a time, some of my comedy besties had a, a metal-themed comedy show at the White Owl. And I was like, guys, guys. And they're like... No. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what if I lean all the way into the opposite direction? Like, I'll come out as like a ska guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there we go. Changed mm-hmm. my life. Perfect. There you go. And for the better. For mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun going to... Uh, you had a honeymoon phase where this is exciting, new friends, and then it gets no, old real fast. No, <laughs> it actually. I mean, you guys are just toxic people that are yeah. enabling terrible addictions. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Right like, Brittany, would you say your health has improved uh, or just gotten one step closer to gout since you started going to mics? I've had to develop some like muscle mass and like. Drinking capabilities and muscle mass and drinking capabilities. You muscle get mass for the hecklers. Yeah. yeah, drinking capabilities for the pain of of bombing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just been a lot. It's a lot. It's it's, it's a lot. It's, and then like we run a mic, and that's a lot. You can't not drink when you're hosting mic too. It's really hard. You can, but it's not fun. Oh, I can't. <laughs> single mics over. I can't sorry, drink till it's over. I don't drink till it's, it's over. It, it oh, yeah, I just die. Huh. 
I don't drink or smoke weed till it's over, because otherwise I would like fall apart. Which is why we usually like have at least one legit blowout per. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when we went, and that's when we have a substitute host. (laughs) Incredible. Um, But yeah, that's good. That's the way to do it. What a what what does a comedian need from a significant other? Um, I always thought it was interesting. I I did comedy once in Portland, and then in Chicago for like four years. That's where I did like improv and stuff too. Um, but I always thought it was interesting when comics would talk about how they're like married or they were with someone and I never saw their partner ever. And I understand that people, you know, have other lives or busy, especially like kids and stuff, different schedules, but even people who like, oh yeah, they just don't like to come to my shows. And I'm like, what? They understand they don't have to come to your mics all the time, but like if I'm with someone, if they're not a comic, just like if it's a big show. Oh yeah, sometimes they don't even show up to the contest. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. I would at least, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's something that matters... I've always been supportive of my I need the votes. So it makes sense in a way that comedians end up dating each other because it's like, oh, we're already doing the same thing. But then that's not, if you're not really, you don't really have that anchor of someone who's outside the world. Yeah, luckily, that can be bad. Yeah. It's bad, dude. Yeah. It, yeah, is. Yeah, it gets, yeah. it gets even more toxic and then it becomes, even though it's not a competition, it does kind of become competitive or you get booked as the same person. Like, yeah. hey, like you and Zane are a couple, you both do comedy. Do you two want to do this thing together all the time? And I was like, that's fine. But then it wasn't like, they would ask one of us if the other one was... I think we're going to we're gonna be going through that as brothers. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to be like, hey, do you want to do ten minutes? I'm like, how about me and my brother each do five? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's cool because then you're given the opportunity as well. Sometimes it was like... Yeah. But then we got tape. Book us, you fuckers. But then if they didn't book both just of us... this free podcast. And like one of us gets a show the other wants to be on. We're like, really happy for you. I'll totally be there to support. In the back of your head is like, why didn't I also get to do the show with you? So it's like you hated both ways in a way if you're it's both hard. Like, It's a little tricky. Yeah. Hearing other like like pop culture critics even talk about other like Hollywood couples. Like I'm thinking of mm-hmm. who's the guy that did a Quiet Place? Uh, uh, John John Krasinski, and he's and he's with Emily Blunt. Yeah. So it's like they're a peak couple because they both are doing awesome in their own ways. Mm-hmm. It's hard for a couple when like one's Chris Pratt and then one's who, who's the funny girl. On affairs, and it's like, oh no, because she's like, amazing. Well, they're both amazing, right? Yeah. But it's like, but he was, peaking. but he yeah. was, he he went, he made a leap that she wasn't, and so that that's hard. And I think because yeah, she was doing way longer than he was too, so I could see that a being, long time, you know, like it's hard good for success you, and failure. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to deal with from a part. Like, it, it's a lot. It's it's a lot to compete with if like you're in that realm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then, it's hard like, not to. Yeah, for real. Like if like, and if one is doing better than the other, like, and you're in that realm of competition, like it's got to be hard for on one of you, mm-hmm. you know. Which is sad. It shouldn't be. It I shouldn't mean, be that way. What's it like? I mean, uh, how many contests have you seen me in? Oh damn, a lot. So sixteen. Let's just eat round up. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at least yeah. four times you've seen me uh, stress That's out, right. become crazy, yeah. throw it all out there, and at the end of the night, mm, fail? Like, what's it like being a partner if you're watching someone, like, fail over and over again? I don't see it as failing, I think. Each, <laughs> that's a beautiful view. Each yeah. one of those. Because I don't, I, I feel, that's great. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Come on, Amanda, it's failure, right? We tried okay. to advance, we did it. I know. You okay. know what, you okay. suck, and why are we on this podcast? Right this now? year, <laughs> this year I thought was a beautiful success. 
Because you worked so, so hard. I taught myself how to play ukulele in four weeks. Yeah. That's awesome. That is great. He, he, that is awesome. Our daughter was singing, uh, Nano, Nano, Butts. Can you move arms? It was really cute when she did That's awesome. She helped me write the song. That's some commitment to the art, man. It was amazing. It really is. So seeing you do so well was really beautiful. Whether you went through or not, it really was a beautiful thing to watch. There's a couple years where you kind of, you know, phoned it in. Maybe it's because I was living in Seattle, commuting to Portland to romance my future wife. (laughs) (laughs) You mean multitasking? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was leaning in to my... (laughs) My my uh my multi shash game, but it's hard. It's hard. Right. To, I always say, I I want to have professional success. I want to not be just a hobbyist. At com- I want to do well in comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and I want a healthy relationships. I really feel like can, there's only time for two of those three, and they kind of rotate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it is rough for real. Like being a comic and like having a relationship and like trying to like balance your life. Like it's oh, yeah. hard. But anything that you're like pursuing or you really care about it can be really consuming in a good or a bad way. You can get like obsessed and never want to stop, or you can get obsessed and you can't stop. Even if you're like, I need a break. And 2020 was a break I was forced to take that I never would have because I was hosting two mics and a mm-hmm. showcase. I had three yeah. things a week. People expected things from me, and I couldn't. If I stopped, who's going to do it? What if someone who's new like gets ahead of me? Like That whole thing you tell yourself, like I have to grind. I have to keep going because I want to get to the thing. Yeah, because somebody Which is, is right behind you exactly. and wants your spot. It's a competition whether you either want it to be or not. You know what? You know how I feel about... I mean, because I've <laughs> been around so long, it's like, if you don't get ahead of me... uh it's like, that's a problem because I'm on my own journey as like the younger comedians that are like, you know, getting things like, well, I'm trying to get that too. But the way I see it now in my old age is like, oh, well, okay, there's going to be uh, people with less comedy years that are going to get things that I want always, no matter always, what. Always. So now I'm just going to be as nice as I can to yeah. everybody so that seven years from now, though, when they're in a position that they deserve and I'm in a position to be like, hey, remember me? I- I was super, super chill, and I love you. I've been a fan since your first semifinal, you know, success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's how I see it, because um, it's hard. Yeah, the, the first couple times where you like, I'm thinking of it was a, uh, it was exciting when Stephen Wilbur won the contest, mm-hmm. but I was he's the fr- like a little non-conventional. He, he is a, a very non-conventional. Oh, those are the uh, more like yes. characters, non-stuff, and musical stuff. That's Things my jam. Not, exactly, and I think that you're like in that same vein too, where it's like it's not people just you know standing still and doing one-liners. There's like storyteller comics. There's that, and then there's like more alt comedy, which can be kind of a little bit of everything, and it's fun and wacky, and people either love it or they're like, no. I just want someone to say a joke. I'm like, well, sometimes the joke is the thing that I'm doing that's silly. Yeah. There's more layers to it than just, like, set up punchline. Oh, my gosh. Stephen Wilbur yeah. won with a set yeah. that was a rap about Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and that was great. And I missed it. it. And then a mnemonic device that used all yeah, of the presidents. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. But it, it, for me, he was the first one. He was the first comedian to kind of dispel that rumor of, you have to be passed at the club because when Stephen won, he was no, he he was he didn't even get a five minute spots with regularity. Really? Uh, and so it, it it won, and also he was a comedian who had been been doing it less than I had. So I was like, oh well, just waiting and being like, eventually I'll be at the level of these Shane Torreses and these Nathan Brandons and these Ian mm-hmm. Carmels. Mm-hmm. But they've been around, so you know, I mean, even if it was just like 
18 months or a couple of years in some cases, mm-hmm. but to see someone who's like, Oh, well in this, in the time I've done comedy, they've done this. It was kind of eye opening. It's like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's time to, um, start recording more sets and getting better. Yeah. Well, I think it's most important to have fun. And that's one thing I kept telling everyone is like, you should be in competition with yourself. If you did better than you did ever, if you had more fun than you've ever had, if you just got to perform a helium, if you just did a thing, learned ukulele in four weeks with your daughter, you did something fucking cool. Yeah. Did you have fun? I and a lot of people crushed and didn't didn't allow themselves any victory because they didn't get through. I and left the first. So sad. I left the first round of the contest with a new musical skill. Exactly. I think that's Great. awesome. And and you learned something, and you were able to do your best, and hopefully, like you had fun, and exactly. nobody nobody's out there like to get you. About it, you know. Yeah. Except so, some people, yeah. Except maybe I guess. But like, what did you learn about yourself during yeah. the first round, Brando? Um, I don't know. I learned that I can be, I can just relax and enjoy it, mm-hmm. and that uh, that I can do a good job. Yeah, and, and you did great. And that hard work pays off. You got to work for it. You got mm-hmm. to keep working on it. Can't just coast on a few things. You gotta keep. I mean, especially when you watch ripping this, it apart. When you watch yeah, the so semifinal sets, like you know, there is a difference between finding success in the opening round and then having a set that stands out. And you are at the semifinal rounds. Maybe this is now the transition to get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Some opening final round, some opening rounds, it's a hot crowd. <laughs> yeah, uh, call back to James Hardenfeld. Yeah, oh, every time yeah, I say hot yeah. crowd, I think of him and that hot crowd. Ooh, hot hot crowd. crowd. So hot crowd. there's hot crowds, mm-hmm. but there's legitimate nights of the semifinals, and we can jump to night two of the semifinals. It was Wednesday, August fourth. There are nights where everyone. It's amazing, mm-hmm. and still only four of our friends is our. Everyone's our, amazing, and it was the most crowded. Like we were packed in there. The comedian section was packed. Yeah, everything. We was in the packed. comic section. You do. Well, you no, know, we got you to sit. Showroomsies. Night two, we got to sit actually like in the front or second row. So I got to see everyone up close, and we actually took an uh, an edible. We split Ooh. one like an hour before, and then I think by about James Bosquez's set, right around there, like halfway through number eight, I was like. Oh, like this is fun and a little scary. Cause like right up there, but it's like I never get to watch as an audience member that close and see people's like excitement and fear and yeah. their train of thought whether it stops or they come up with something else. Like you can really watch from like you can that see some weird shit point when of you view. That close. Like, like you know, just like studying. It like, is yeah, yeah, to see, see it from this the, side. It was really cool. You can see the nervousness in people's mm-hmm. eyes. Real. Like, my wife. Shaking. I haven't given them shit yet. My wife and brother sat in the front row during yeah. my preliminaries. That's rough. That's I, awesome. I, yeah. I, 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 rough and awesome. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, I think like, it'd be cool to have someone in the front row. Too, yeah. so, nice. it does I on. thought it was cool because you threw your jacket right at Rebecca. And then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Take this. Like, yeah. No, no, well, he not didn't. Lo- but like, no, he, like, you give this to me later. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. He took yeah. it off. Fantastic. Yeah, you're part You're part of the bit. In a way. I didn't. I wanted to toss it, but I didn't want to like knock over any glassware and yeah. there's, there's open flames on the table. That's true. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a Pendleton yeah. Pendleton Lebowski. An inverse Lebowski. An inverse yeah. Lebowski. Did you guys plan that or was that just impromptu? 
No, I didn't know they were going to be sitting up front. In the theater world, it's uh, right. it's it's poor form to sit in the front row, sure, because right? it could break yeah. the actor's concert. Yeah. This is not that. I'm so an I don't engineer. Give I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's I hate it when they're in back because then it's like, is she out there in the darkness? Is she in the bathroom? Nope. No, I I wouldn't mind having like people I know in the front. Love is right they're there. Spread out. So, oh, if they're spread out, then it's like. You know, I was kind of looking for my people last night. I knew where two of them were. I was like, where did everyone else? Yeah, it's good to know like, where they are. Mm. Yeah, it's good to know where they are. Well, well, Debbie opened, and and Debbie opened on that time. Debbie Wooten Williams, who mm. is no stranger to the contest, having no. almost beaten Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, really? In a late nineties, early two thousand. I have no idea. Nineteen ninety four Seattle International Comedy Contest. Your winner. I believe it. Mitch Hedberg, number two, made it tough for the judges, Debbie Wood Williams. No What? Was she no, using the Hedberg. same joke she uses to this day? We'll Probably know. not. No. Probably <laughs> not. But you know what? She was fantastic. She was a fantastic. But she still had polio. She yeah. went to, I, she was at Sookie's the night before, and from what I heard, she got the upper deck going. She had the upper decker at Sookie's. That's where, That's I don't know cool. if you've been to Sookie's. You're on the floor, there's the bar, then behind the bar, there's steps up to the other side of the bar, where there's a pool table. Where the regular and the sound, the sound from the bar music plays up there, and there's people gambling, but if you are really on your shit at Sookie's, you can demand that the upper deck pays attention to you. It only happens, sometimes it doesn't happen all night. But the word on the Sookie's street is it happened for Debbie. Wow. You've seen I Debbie. believe it. I could see I, it. I, I could see it. When, she when we killed. got there, when we got there, she was talking to a bunch of the regulars and they were like, they loved her. Yeah, she's yeah. really good at that. My show in Vancouver, she like told people to be quiet, to sit over there, move over there. I can't hear if you do this. Like she was totally just like, hey, I hope you guys are having fun. I want to watch comedy too. And they didn't know that she was like the yeah. headliner. So they like shut the fuck up. And I asked as the host a few times and they didn't care. She says it just with that mom, like, you apologize energy. <laughs> yeah, that she so much. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she headlines, she goes, Why do you think I wanted you to shut up? Because I'm on stage. And, so <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, and they loved her. Yeah. The yeah. general consensus yeah. was uh, Debbie Wooten plays with fire. Mm hmm. Burn the, burn the light, possibly. Yeah, she, she, no, she did. She she, four people DQ'd that night. Yeah. So no if way. everyone had a yeah, killer set, four of them, that could have been the four. I don't know exactly. That was our four. A third of the lineup like DQ'd, unfortunately. The four of them. For Debbie sure. set yeah. the precedent. So. Mm-hmm. And that be, after Debbie was uh, Ryan Danley, mm-hmm. who had one of our favorite our lines favorite line, of the preliminary round. The good old... Uh, Cracker Barrel and Frank. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that I, don't even, I don't know what the what is in relation to. I just like Kid it. Rock Cracker fans. Barrel. Kid Rock yeah. fans. fans being yeah. It's something to do with Kid Rock fans. Kid Rock fans being raised under a stripper stage, like some. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that Simile of the contest. Mic, so. <laughs> yeah, he did it. great, and he is. It's funny the different energy shifts from like Debbie. We all just said killer gets everyone to pay attention. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan is quiet. Ryan's and still quiet and deadpan. And deadpan. So it's, Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to see that. And that so. works if the crowd's warm and it could start slow, but if you keep, if you keep bringing punchlines, mm-hmm. eventually you'll win them over. It's kind of nice to different energy shifts too, to have like a bunch of deadpan people in a row gets like a little bit like, okay, we're all getting a little sleepy. We need like something yeah. to liven up, but a bunch of people are screaming in a row. You're kind of like, this is a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's kind of nice to have it flip flop a little bit. Two minutes. Yeah. Of, yeah. It's true. 
So then following Ryan Danley was my nemesis, Maricha <laughs> Halprick. No, um, I just she was in my preliminary round. Uh, so uh, she's she like the sweetest person and funniest she person. She bought me a jello shot and, oh. uh, but um, from our correspondent Adam Posse, Maricha on the semifinals, like her, her quarterfinal set was great, but her semifinal set was a revelation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was from Posse. Yep. She did good. so good. She was great. Me and actually um, Randall, who films everyone's sets, we're talking about that, and he's like, I think she's one of the people that I felt like was robbed from going through. He's like, I don't know why she didn't. She killed. And I was like, you're right. She was so funny. I don't know if it's just because she was in the top three. The radioactive and her cat kind shit. of low energy or something. I don't oh, know how man. she flew under the radar, but she didn't DQ. Yeah, yeah why is I thought she Well, I mean... She could have and should have. It could have to do with the so thunderstorm good. that sometimes you can... Huh? That's so hard to see. It is. Yeah, it is. Like, it... I mean, I know, I know that you should go through, and I don't know shit. (laughs) For real. That's why when you're like, hey, well, you can blame, sometimes you can blame the person that follows them. And in this case, it's all Amanda Arnold's fault. Oh, there you go. It yeah, was, and Amanda is like the killer, you know. She's like, like a speed bag with those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's been to the finals quite a few times, at least since I've been. Uh, I, I got this confirmed three times. Okay, three times she's been in the, the finals. finals. She has never not advanced uh, to the semifinals. Um, she's a destroyer of worlds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. She's yeah. Dormammu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, yeah, uh, she was definitely like. I remember her making that announcement. She's going to do comedy full time in 2020. I was very mm-hmm. stoked to hear that. 2020. And then, Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, we this saw is- we saw Amanda work on this set at a very uh, lubricated outdoor show up the uh-huh. street, and it's <laughs> lubricated. That's she pretty much did the. Oh, okay, okay. Why is it wet? Delicious <laughs> uh, tropical cider. That's like, how can you not get a little of that? Yeah, I see. That sounds pretty okay. good. So I've never heard hours. it explained that way. That's very interesting. What's so pro, <laughs> what's so pro with Amanda is we'll see her do a 20 minute, the 20 minute version of one of the chunks she did in the contest in three minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. You're like, she, yeah, she can she definitely shrink her band a set. It's like, here's how I can fit this this monster of a mm-hmm. bin, but yeah. she's still getting as many laugh lines, and she's going to mm-hmm. talk a little faster. Edit, 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 clean the fat. She, here it is. And she talked about too, like you know, about like becoming professional comedian before mm-hmm. the pandemic, and like mm-hmm. it hit, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, I believe that she can do yeah, that. That's relatable. Know? Everyone that had sense. goals for 2020. It was a, yeah. it was a very round, even year. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I had got a bunch of festivals yeah. I've been wanting to go to for years. Finally, Dude, set me in. We're still mm-hmm. waiting for the Memphis, Memphis Festival in 2019, yeah. 2020. Yeah, so, I'm not whatever. Whatever year, who knows what fucking year it is right now? I'm not. I'm not holding my breath that the hilarious comedy festival in Seattle is going to invite me back. Yeah, <laughs> that was like it was literally like scheduled for like March 20th. Oh really? Wow. So you got my first out of town festies. Son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. That I got with my opening round tape from last year. See, it and does that's happen. wicked. Like 2020, like really shut the shit down. Mm-hmm. Like it really did. And now, like we don't even know when festivals are gonna be coming yeah. back. We're, it's Adam Posse has this joke about like pandemic 2.0. Like yeah. it feels like it's around the corner. Well, so funny. Um, would have been so hilarious if I if I had gone longer in the contest just calendar wise because one of the verses of my pandemic pop punk philharmonic parody song <laughs> that was cut uh, with my writing group. And go downstairs was um uh it was it was 
quarantine from no yeah it's a, and it'll happen once again you know, we, we will be locked down again with it, the original blink lyric is it'll happen once again you'll turn to so the yeah. parody lyric yeah. is and we'll be locked down again with each new variant no, like when I was preparing good. this it was like we're open we're vaxxed and I was yeah. like nah we don't need that and now it's like oh shit yeah. well, I got yeah. a show book later this month yeah. that verse is coming back yeah, yeah for real <laughs> like it has merit to it now for mm. sure. Yeah. That's scary. You yeah. did it. It's your fault. We did it. Yeah. We what the heck? Also, when Scott the and variants. You predicted both. Rule of threes. Next thing you know, you're right. Scott thing on there. Uh, Jarrell Newsome, I wasn't at the, the contest. Um, he was one of my favorites during the opening round in terms of. He did. This guy he did dresses well. like a comedian. Mm. He, <laughs> Yeah, I just love his look and his yeah. jokes. You know, he he dressed very well, and he had this whole bit about like you know, well, I look like this R and B rapper and mm. shit. He looked solid. Mm. And when he took it off, I was like, oh, don't do that, like because yeah. <laughs> he look he looked sharp, man. And yeah. uh, I, a wardrobe wardrobe to blame. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I still think he did a great job. It was I. I don't know if it was quite as like the banger as his opening round, but it was still really solid. Yeah, he did some really funny stuff with like doing ballet twirls and stuff. Which yeah, oh, phys- he did. He did a Very lot of physical shit, and I talked to him afterwards, and I'm, like special correspondent on the streets, getting the yeah. No, I, I I made sure to like talk to some of these people. Like Jarrell was like one of those people, and I was like. You know, he has this joke about, like, I don't need this jacket. Like, fuck it. And I was like, do you really not want that jacket? I'll take it. Because it looks... You feel like maybe he was trying to roast himself. Yeah. But it's like, you honestly feel like It was was a little self-deprecating, which, you know, I've talked to other comics about it. And it's like, you know... Healthy dose. Healthy dose. But it has to be funny. And, like, it was. It was. It had a lot of good humor in it. Um, And, uh... We kind of talked about, like, uh, you know, there were some comics that went up there, and they were just anxious. You could see, mm-hmm. and then if they, you know, flub something, like, yeah, they start line. going into a spiral. Unfortunately, he was one of those people. And he, yeah. he admitted that to me. So, that, it's I not, heard that, it's but not I heard just he got me. some good laughs out of it. He did. No, he did. He did. He did well, as well as he could do. Like, yeah. and... He did admit that to me, and like he did see that. Yeah. So it, it's not just my You're opinion. All up in the front oh, that brings up yeah. you know? <laughs> another SO question: What is it like watching your beloved flail on stage, and you're just in the audience? <laughs> are you trying to like? <laughs> Don't you laugh? Are you trying to sprinkle? Like, <laughs> question He's never seen her bomb. But we're like, what do you do? Do you try and like? You know, you know, seed the laughs. You know, do you, do you, do you, do you, uh, do you just like? Do you, are you laughing internally because you're like, <laughs> yeah, that joke is dumb. I told you not to. Do that. <laughs> That's what happened a few times. That has happened a few times. But sometimes you tell me not to do something and I do the opposite, and it kills. There you go. And so, I love it. And I, I'm not trying. You know, I don't come to your office and try to design <laughs> engineer power generation for high tech microprocessing tools. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He him. Okay, okay. okay. So work right. confidential. I have uh, confidential oh, work. Oh, oh, oh I will edit this in post. You guys are get. You got to do some NDAs. You should, you should just, oh, you you should gotta, just say something ridiculous. Like I don't go to your place of work where you make gummy bear hats. 
Nice. You got a lot I of like Jelly Belly that. around. That's butter. Yeah. yeah. I'm just an engineer for Jelly Belly. That, I, I, I'm convinced of that now. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I, think, I think since we've met, there's definitely been, like, of the ten opening rounds I've done, I, I, I try and block them all out. Um, but I know there was a, there's been at least two where I'm like, well, not this year. So, like, what's it like when, like, you know, you're like, huh, what is that? Uh, wasn't even or in the moment, in the moment, what is it like watching someone you love bomb? Well, usually when you bomb, it's for a group, like for an empty room. That, that's what I've seen you bomb. Otherwise, it, you you got the improv chops, and you just kind of roll with it and make it something different. That's true. Yeah, like take on your feet. Good. You got the improv skills. You can make it look like. You're not bombing in a weird way, but mm-hmm. inside you're just like, I'm bombing, I'm bombing, I'm bombing. Yeah. I'm just doing failing jujitsu, which is a way to mm-hmm. get laughs out of mm-hmm. failing that if you've been doing this long enough, you have to learn it or you'll, you'll kill yourself because you want to die. Yeah. It's hard with like new jokes or just like small audience or something where you start talking and you're like, oh, I'm not getting the response that I want. You got any save lines yet, Brenda? So. You no. Any save lines? Oh, I, um... I mean, I, I, I told a joke today that kind of bombed, but I went right into my cerebral palsy bit afterwards. Sometimes that's all you need. Moving on. Yeah. It's always good to acknowledge it. That's why I thought was the big difference for me is in improv, it's a lot harder to acknowledge, you know, to the audience that, hey, you know, I know where we're sucking. Um, we've been trapped in like a small oh, Portland geez. salon where like two guys are bombing and Im- two-handed improv for like 12 minutes and no one can leave the room because it's very awkward because it's like a small house show. Yeah. And you feel like you're a hostage audience where you're like, uh... So like this, going back to the improv stand-up, it's like, at least in stand-up, you can be like, so that's a pile of shit. Let's go. Well, with improv, it's like you're not failing, you're just changing directions. So if you tell a joke and it bombs in stand-up, you have to like address it or don't move on. With improv, it's like... Yes, then we're going here. Yes, and we did this. Yes, and we did that. And you're like, you guys need to go somewhere else now, please. <laughs> you just go, yes, go down the road. Where we're going is not yeah. funny, and the audience is wondering. Yeah. No, but when can they yes get to the bar yeah, yeah. after the show? Or uh, you can you can kind of do like meta step with improv too, where you make fun of something not working, but you could be also talking about what's going on in the scene is like not working. Like you can do sneaky ways you can kind of do it to get the audience to be like, oh, they're acknowledging this isn't funny. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, a little subtle, but it's it's fun when there's a lot of layers. As long as there's mm-hmm. like a lot of layers, and it's not just flat out, I don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah, you kind that's... of be like, I'm not falling on a bike. I'm, I'm I just turn into a unicycle all of a sudden, and now that's what I'm writing. <laughs> that's a terrible uh, metaphor. But I don't know how to, to write watch. a metaphor of a unicycle. <laughs> that it's fun to watch that. I yeah. like that if you if you've been around comedy as long as I have, sometimes the only thing that gets your rocks off is watching people bomb. But bomb, like watching people you love swing hard and miss is like the funniest thing in the world. Mm. Or watching something that you know crushes just bomb is funny because you're like, this audience just doesn't, I've seen this joke, advance someone to the finals and it's eating turds in battleground and this is hilarious to me because I kind of am mad at that comic right now because they didn't book me on the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a very distinctive laugh for that too. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a very... Uh, I know it. I, I, she does as well. I don't mean to, but when I'm laughing at... (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! 
every <laughs> that's not a bad laugh. Every, no, wait, I'm not saying it's a bad laugh. I'm saying it's distinctive. Yeah, but it is difference between my I'm having fun laugh and you're seriously doing a tor- terrible job, and I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. there there is well, a distinction. Uh-huh. You know, that's uh-huh. all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know what got some distinctly loud laughs hmm. at the semifinals August fourth. Uh, was the comedian who uh, followed Jarrell. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Diane Potter. Yeah. She's killed so the roof off of that. So Subscribe to the listeners. Club, uh, Diane Potter, the first time, like, she's come to the stage, you've never seen her before. What has the audience seen before she grabs Old the mic? Old lady. Old lady who's seen some shit mm-hmm. and is not afraid to talk about her hairy bush hanging out her bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Dude, that <laughs> shit was going to jail and crazy. doing drugs and all sorts of rowdy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Her, this is my wife's old. new favorite comedian. She's, she, she's amazing. Kids. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. There's nothing the she can't say, I feel she like. Told she told this has. hilarious... Her closer was like about how she got arrested stealing vodka from Safeway mm-hmm. and part of her sentence was she had to write an apology to Safeway yeah. so she like narrated her corporations are Safe- people too so she's like dear yeah. Safeway I'm sorry I stole the vodka from you love Diana yeah and then they wrote her back dear Diana because of you, we, and they sent her a bill. They're like, we had to hire a security guard for a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Love Safeway, and then she's like, dear Safeway, That's so good. I am not sorry. I stole that. No, she's, she's not sorry that she stole that vodka. But I stole some cigarettes. But I stole. I've been stealing cigarettes longer than vodka or some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Like and she's like, you didn't cash me for that, you bitch. Like, fuck you. P.S. If you yeah. pay that, if you're paying that security guard a hundred dollars, you got robbed twice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on, hold on. So, is this, are, are you saying that Diane Potter's against a living wage? <laughs> she was saying that he's so bad at his job because she's been stealing from for a while. She's like, I've been doing this stroller cool. vodka racket for like months now. Like, uh, she she, she is the coolest person yeah, who yeah, steals so. with her baby. So. Yeah. <laughs> When I went to the mall, that was the thing we had to watch out for. Stroller, stroller moms are sneaky. Yeah. yeah some, of the, some of the biggest Disneyland thieves used, like, kids as a cover or, like, strollers and mm-hmm. just... Oh, kids are great cover. At the, I learned at the airport, <laughs> if I'm, like, if I'm waiting for someone baggage claim, I bring my baby with me. Because then I park and I have no fear about getting, like, dude, you can't park here because I just go to the child seat with the door open and pretend... Like the kid is like, 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 like the child seat is like, I'm like, oh, the strap. I'm pretending to put in a child seat, which if you've ever done that, anyone who's done it knows like it could be two minutes. It could be seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I just fuck with a child seat and they leave me alone for about 12 minutes <laughs> and they catch on. And I'm yeah. like, are you even the father of this child? <laughs> it's not even my car, Ossifer. Ossifer. They're like, hold on. Yeah, this That's does not add up. Yeah. Why did you call me Ossifer? <laughs> are you drunk too? <laughs> with the child? I just know I'm high. I just know. Gotcha, copper. What are you drinking? Yeah. I'm drinking Saffron Moroccan Mint 420 Oh, is this sponsor? Time. Part of the segment. Shout out to the non-sponsor sponsor, Mate Time. 50, <laughs> cal- 50 calories. Why is it 420? Is it medicated? It's got CBD. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's not for. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's 419. Guys, like, yeah. you're not. <laughs> or it's 240. I'm uh, so... Uh, uh, 
Hi, sure. I'm CBD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm. well, I didn't make it to the finals, so what do you need to do? <laughs> oh no, you killed. You did well. I just made you fun of my bad joke. I know, I love you. It's because I went up all three nights, and then I did that joke just now. That's fine. <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe you should go to sleep. You're so pretty. Uh-huh. So, this was, uh, you know, there were four advancers, but it three went. Three went right. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Diana, Diana, Diana created a wave. Nick Skelton. Zone, someone who I had actually never seen before. He was... I, I've seen him before. I love his vibe. He's got a great he's, presence. He's, he's great. He's he got... I, he was, seen, we just saw him tonight. He was, I oh, saw yeah, he was at the mic. Yeah, yeah. He, he was at uh, my father's place. Uh, I've seen him at Underbar. He's great. Mm-hmm. I saw, That night that I saw him, um, very red in the face. Very... Uh, I think he was just nervous and like who would not have nerves. And he got his stride pretty quick. Yeah, he did. He he did get it, but it, you nice. could tell. Like I, I saw him like shaking the mic, you know. So he definitely had had a. He lot does of that for affectation, kind of like how um, in mm-hmm. Saving Private Ryan, Tom Hanks shook his hand. He's like, he's just yeah. to build sympathy, but it's deliberate. <laughs> well, I, I, I hope. The, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. He has sure. early onset yeah. Parkinson's. Then there's like the no, he, he's he's 20, but he has Parkinson's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> If it could happen to Teen Wolf, it could happen to any of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but holy shit, I like... Yeah, he did well. I watched one of his, like, random tapes that, like, I don't think he put out on online. I was like, oh, wow. No, this guy's the real deal. Like, especially on a judges round. Because I think judges uh, appreciate, like, a new brand, right? Mm-hmm. And when someone has, like, a naturally not... Not, um... A, just kind of a... What am I trying to say here? Is it... They, they just have a vibe that they haven't seen before that's unique and authentic mm-hmm. that does well. And if you have mm-hmm. the punchlines to match, you know, instead of being like, oh, this is a type, the judge is like, this is a new type I haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Like a young Montana hipster. Yeah, no, you're right. And he, he had a similar thing, too, where you talked about the Delta variant, like there being a new variant uh, in your song and cutting it. He was going around forever talking about how he wished the vaccine didn't work because he loved being in quarantine. He loved COVID. He's an introvert. He's work from home. Like, list all these things. And that night he goes, I'm not going to do the rest of this joke. I'm just going to tell you the first two lines. I hope the vaccine doesn't work. I love COVID. And everyone started cracking up. And he's like, well, and then just moved on. He's like, I'm not even going to do that full bit because now we're, like, in that weird in between. But it was he was like, I'm at least going to address that the joke I've been doing for months. It's it being well, like, it I enjoyed being at home alone, and now we're all yeah. back out, and I well, hope that we go back inside again. And, and you like, see, I think smart. Smart. I've it seen is. comedians of all levels of skill, of experience, not show the skill that, that to me, that demonstrates is the ability to make a choice, to make an edit mm-hmm. for the moment yeah. that pays off, and I think he did that. Yeah, I think so, too, because if he did that a whole bit, I mean, it might have worked, but I think that wasn't what he was going to do. So he just kind of was like, I'm going to tell you what I have been working on and leave it. And that was even funnier because everyone can draw their own conclusion from it. Good at it. Speaking of having a moment, someone who had multiple moments on our podcast came up next. Nice. Uh, Went on the pod and said he called this shot. He was on our podcast the night before this set. Oh, nice. Wow. James Bosquez was here at 1.30 a.m. talking about the contest. Finalist. Does anybody love comedy more than James? Oh, I I mean, some people love it as much, but nobody loves it more. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I was so happy for him when he went through because I was like, you work hard. He's put on some local shows there. He's really tried to do as much as he can to be, like, around comedy all the time. And so he definitely is, you know, watching a lot of, I'm sure, heavy hitters go up, too, since he works there as he well. He quit and a lucrative really... career as a postal carrier <laughs> <laughs> to pursue comedy. It's true, to work at Healy. Right? And he, he loves it that much. Yep. And it shows your commitment. Yeah. You know, it does. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely helps with him just feel comfortable. He's... He's there all the time. He sees people all the time. He performs there as much as possible. I just hope, it was cool. It was a nice payoff. I just hope the people. post office let him keep the shorts. <laughs> he should do comedy in those shorts. He should. <laughs> it's like, this is my uniform. He can he can have uh, Latina X's ass. Navy shorts, oh, black yeah, socks, yeah, yeah. Jokes, yeah. James yeah. the Time Bomb, navy yeah. shorts, light blue shirt, black socks, yeah. Sorry. I feel like there. <laughs> he likes songs. He no, likes I love it. I can tell. Uh, I'm a dad. He blurred ukulele in four months, or four in weeks. a month. Four weeks. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got, I got my time frame mixed up. <laughs> Learn is a loose, uh, it's just prop that makes noise is how I describe it. But All right. You did a song. Did it. Stephen Colbert learned an instrument in six, six weeks, so you got him beat. Boom. There you go. Fuck that. Boom. 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 Suck Boom. It, Colbert. We didn't want to talk about the accordion my wife learned during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you also play bagpipes? Uh, No. It's a toy accordion that I kind of know, but uh, our two-year-old lost all the sheets. Oh, heck. I I needed sheet. I needed, like... Well, we can get you more music notes. It it takes an engineer to learn an accordion. Like, that's, that's a lot of shit to do right there. No. I mean, Weird Al was at Caltech yeah. when he it was, was perfecting his, his, his comedy stylings. Heck yeah. Uh, so Bosquez blew it up. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I wasn't there that night. What, what, did he do similar bits to his semifinal? Oh, uh, yeah. He talked about, you know, like. Do you squeeze in an extra late 90s, early 2000s band reference? Mm-hmm. Um. You're dead to me then. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the hoobas stank bit for the finals. Oh, yeah, that's a good uh, idea. And keep the Hispanic. It's just a funny word. It is. It's it great. Is. If you can, if you can find time to say hoobas stank in front of a hundred people, do it. They'll laugh. They don't care what comes next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James Bosca has led to Indurious, the, the sweetest, most yeah. bitter recently divorced. <laughs> <laughs> say. Yeah, he went, he yeah. went even more hard on his divorce jokes. He went real yeah. hard on that shit. Well, he practiced at Kelly's because we were, I was hosting Kelly's. Mm-hmm. Brady was there as well. Is there a mic you don't host? Do you want to uh, host Sookie's next week? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's fun. Obviously, it's fun to host in different rooms. And Kelly's was like definitely one of the fun hangs when I first started in comedy. When I had my school bus, I'd park it down there and go to the food carts and hang out with friends and then, you know, go to get food or go somewhere else. Oh. It was like the sa- Sunday. You brought up the hang. school bus. Yeah. That's like my wife's dream, is to convert a school bus. Oh, yes. seriously. She's we want a school bus? I'm trying to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need a little love, but it was a... I have me, I need to run. That's the only mm. issue. But you're funny. an engineer. No. Where's so. the school bus case? <laughs> I know. I'm not good with mechanics. Like, I, I, I just made it. a lot of assumptions <laughs> in that sentence. You could wire yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I could wire it, but that's about it. I saw Ian at Kelly's, like, working on the divorce material, and he definitely, like, got a little more darker than him or honest with it. And it was really funny, so it was good to see him. I didn't see his first round set, but to see him in the semifinals kind of expand on that and watch him work on it at the mic, he's really good. He, uh, I, I think that there was somebody getting kicked out during the set. Oh, there were some loud people. There were, some there were, there were unfortunately... There was right in front of you, right, Brenda? Yeah, um, well, last night there was a loud oh. in front of us. This was too yeah. loud. A loud. There was, there was a... 
Couple. Oh no! It was that night. It was that night. There was. No. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a there was a, a table behind us off our left shoulder, and then there's a table like off our right shoulder. Mm-hmm. One of them didn't get out, and they should have because they just fucking kept talking. Yeah. And they should have shut the fuck up, but they didn't, and they they stayed. But there was another guy who was like, who mentioned his lisp, and I was like. Why are you here? Ian has a lisp, yeah. He does. Yeah. And that's fine. And right? the heckler but was like, he has a lisp? Yeah, like, uh-huh. and I, 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 I don't know if it was my imagination, cause I didn't look, I was trying to focus on the comedy. Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't want to turn and I didn't want to turn and give attention to these guys, but I, I swear I heard somebody get, I hope they got kicked out. Because that's what I heard. This guy has a lisp? Fuck you. Like, you know, yeah. like, it, it's disheartening. It's and really it's not fair. Sometimes you feel this is a great comment. Yeah. Like so, he did well. Sometimes I see hecklers, and all that's really going on is they're at some phase of usually intoxication where their internal monologue that would usually be internal so is like he's just voice. instead of thinking like that guy has a list, he's like that guy has a list. Or he's like asking thinking, his like, friends to confirm because he's like, "Am I? Am I the only one who's hearing this? Is like, it, fuck you! Like, like oh, it's it, it, it was yeah. sad. It was sad to hear that." And it was sad to see an audience, like, an audience member not really give a shit about what was going on stage. Like, they were so focused about how he spoke instead of what he was saying. Yeah, and just being disrespectful about it. Yeah, it was very disrespectful, and, like, that wasn't cool. And then after Ian came Dan Wianco, who's a tool and a hack. We don't even talk about Dan. Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So I would say that I meant to say nicest guy in the world, totally deserved to advance during my week of the preliminaries. <laughs> give her a hot dog. Give her a hot dogs. And give her a drowning dog. <laughs> Did he not do that? Okay. Drowning. He, 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 he did do that. Well, he did that joke for the semifinals. I don't know if he did. For the oh. oh, yeah, I don't know if he did. I don't think he did. Drowned a dog in the semifinals. Drowned a dog. How's that work out for you, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We started out in the prelims together. We ended in the same place, not winning. Yeah. Fuck you, Dan. Yeah. Well, neither did that dog, so. <laughs> no, see, I can, we can all talk shit about Dan Wianco because he's so old, he won't figure out how to find a podcast. He doesn't he know what Spotify old. is. Yeah, for real. He still uses, like, JK Dan, love you. you he knows this. He knows AOL. This. <laughs> he's got he, he five still... kids. One of them can show him how to find this podcast. <laughs> yeah. This dude still has an AOL account. Like, for sure. You know? Like... Can't you just imagine a beeper on his jeans? <laughs> <laughs> he is really into coke, so. Yeah. Dude, you know what? He talks about being a tall, narc, and handsome. I think he's the one who is on house arrest. With an ankle bracelet on his leg. And he's like, please, somebody give me coke. Like, <laughs> no, man, he's like deep, deep. He's like, here's my cover. My cover is I'm going to pretend to be someone who thinks they're, that everyone thinks is a narc. So it's going to be like an inside joke of this insert community where there's a lot of cocaine. They're going to think like, this guy jokes about cocaine. He's out of himself too far. He really is a narc. You guys should yeah. know this. He is police. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm just... For sure. He's, he's undercover. He's, he's Multnomah County Sheriff, like, undercover. Like, it all makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's You know and what? You have like, brought... some coke, and he's like, I would love to. Papa Gino Gambino gave <laughs> out his address. <laughs> you have brought a full circle, my friend. Anyway, I love Dan. Um, no, he's he's He's, he's awesome. He did I, amazing. I the night before, he was like, I know I'm not going to go through, so I don't care. I'm just going to fuck around and have fun. And I was yeah. like, that's the attitude to have. Because I, mean, I was like, with that attitude, you're going to do the best you've ever done. Anyone who's butthurt about not making the semi-finals, 
definitely should go to the semifinals because for me it's like it's like oh like i don't feel as bad anymore because like what am i gonna do like yeah seventh best ninth best out of 11 (laughs) today yeah (laughs) it's hard it's hard i did not envy the judges last night i found out for dq though it's like I guess that made, their, DQ, that made yeah. their decision easier. Did. But even after Did Lance that, DQ sometimes? Lance, yep. Lance Edwards uh, DQ. Dan, we all notorious for that. I've given him a lot of shit every year. Just Lundy. Like, hey, don't run the fucking line. L- when Lance Lundy, how'd Lundy do? Lundy did. Lundy did great. He fucking killed. He did. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. He's one no, of my faves. He, he did amazing. And I think it was that same, like, so, like, high energy from Lance and then Thomas Lundy is more of a standstill. And more but like you come to me where I'm at. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. That contrast was really good. Um, and yeah, Lance brought the energy, and then Lundy got to kind of change gears, and everyone was still like in it and laughing. So it didn't feel like it was like up and down. It was like just a smooth transition, like, nice. literally changing gears. It was good. Very and good. then bringing up the rear, thirteen of thirteen comedians, Jake Silverman came up to close mm-hmm. it out and just took a shit on the stage, and you know. Yeah, he Did literally shit on the stage and everybody laughed. Yeah, they laughed. Came yeah. out, talked about pedophiles, made fun of the audience, closed he, on his, a stupid joke about pulling a ta- about tampons. Yeah, one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> it's, it's That's probably my favorite it, one. That and Tesla. Seen him in so long. It was a joke Dude. about him. toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. I'm shocked that you closed with that gross bit about <laughs> feminine excrement. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Staringly, feminine. Is that what? Is that what you call your period? No. Feminine <laughs> excrement. <laughs> That's what I'm calling your period now. From an hour. No, I call I call uh, my period um, uh, bleeding out toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a detox section. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll take a shot detox. out of that diva yeah. yeah. all, all of the horrible darkness uh, <laughs> comes out. Jake, <laughs> that stain is. <laughs> You get aggressive, you get hungry, you kind of turn into a shitty dude for like a week. I heard cool facts. So during your period, your testosterone as a woman is highest. That makes sense. I just at, at you point in the month. <laughs> that's when you want to fight that's and fucking eat. That's yeah. all you want. Yeah. You're setting exactly. your personal best on the bench. Yeah, for real. Like Brady, I hate you. I love you. Get over here. Have sex with you. I'm scared of you. Uh, and- why am I tied up? What we learned from Jacob Silverman's set is that um, women use more than one um, tampon per period. Per period. <laughs> oh, which is a great joke. His whole pack about the 18 pack. He's like, I just need, what? Why are we getting a year and a half supply? Like... <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe when um, you're one of the best features in the club that when you get the solid light, you wrap up a little faster in a high stakes contest next year. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because I know that people, that's exactly what happened on Wednesday was that people got lost in the the present of I'm having so much fun. And sometimes like this happened to me uh, previously, I didn't even see the first light. And if you're not paying enough attention, maybe you're looking over here at that like 10 seconds you're talking to someone. Or whatever, or you're looking down, or whatever the fuck you're doing for that ten seconds of the first light. If you're not, if you don't see it, you think that, like, wow, time goes crazy up here. You see your second light, 
and in your head you try and count no. to ten seconds, but you also can't really do that while you're like words in ten and no. nine and eight. <laughs> I don't. Well, maybe Jake you might is just accidentally fucking up. Narcissistic enough to listen to this, but uh, I did mm-hmm. notice for his sanity, he got a very short qualifying line. It was like I'm talking. I saw it go on and really? it went out really fast because usually, you know, they say it's going to be on for a few seconds. I thought it was like five or at least three. No, That's what it should seconds. be, but it was like, but I was like, that was a fast light. I hope he didn't miss it and it ended up going long. Maybe he yeah. did. It, it was hard to catch the light, like, cause like, I, from the first I was semifinals. staring at it like the whole time. You should try <laughs> trying to see it when you're colorblind. Yeah. Oh, rough. We you know, I, it. I can see it. But you have to, like, see it turn on. But you definitely have to be aware that it's turned on. Like, yeah. Right. If yeah. it just... If you don't see it turn on, then for colorblind people, it can kind of blend in to mm-hmm. their... Yeah, there's, like, yeah. that kind there's, of... There's like, two kind of yellow lights, and it's kind of... It's not right, but now I know, like, oh, there's... I didn't know that there was multiple. I thought it was just the Well, they're line. just, like, the lights against the wall for yeah. that proceeding. Oh. And it's not the same light, but it is, like... And a when you're jacked up on an audience and you have the yeah. yellow lights in your face... That's the that's, best way to describe great. it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Well, jacked I'd up see, on audience. I was, still, like, I call yeah. it, my friend Marty calls it yawned. Yawned. Dude, were you yawned? Well, like, already yeah, yeah, I like that. that. That's good. So, I thought Jake had one of my favorite sets of the preliminary round. I, I even loved it. I thought he was... You guys are front row. I thought Jake was a little... I, I think he was more comfortable in his prelim set it, than he, he was during the semi I, you know, a, a lot of people that night were very nervous. You could tell the nerves on a lot of people. Jake, Jake was one of those people, but, like, out of... You know, the people that qualified, like, he was five. Just because, you know, he, he was right qualified there. Himself, he was on your list, he was right there. He was supposed to be he was right there. the number two, like, spot. He, but he did yeah. So, I wonder, he, we don't know who number one was, but we know that Debbie <clears throat> disqualified, Lance disqualified. Well, Dan Wianco went over. I think Diane Potter is number one, if you're asking me. Yeah. You know. I, she was she was someone that I was, you're getting to no matter what. It doesn't matter. And then he, you can think of it this way. He, he did great. Jake was on his way out. If it was for the pandemic, he'd be in New York right now. That's true. Uh, and now in wrestling, what's it called? You know, he, 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 he goes out on his back, uh, and someone else gets to advance to the finals. Jake's been to the finals. He has a few times, I'm sure. Has he? Yeah. Oh, at least, well, one or, one or two yeah. times that I At know. least twice, I would yeah, say. Yeah, at least twice. He, he so. went to the semifinals the first time he did the contest, and that, that was like the third contest ever. So he's, right. he's had some success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and, and I believe it. And his success in the contest has brought him more success. So, yeah. Yeah. you know. It's not always about the contest. That, that was. Can get exposure, whatever. And too. This mm-hmm. is how I find it. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to talk about your night. I guess, since I'm here, it's kind of awkward if we don't. <laughs> Actually, it's totally fine if we is don't. It? So, no, no, I'm just being cheap. We can, we can, I mean, we don't need go to back talk to about Dan Weber, Cameron Peloso, Jordan. Oh, I wasn't there. <laughs> was Take me there. Yeah. The bullet. Dan. Zero for 13. People having the bullet in the first round. In the semifinals. Two out of three. Bullet survived. Yeah. I think true. the, um, really possible title for Dan Weber's comedy memoir, Bullet God. Mm. He loves taking the bullet at Mike's. Yeah. He's gotten the bullet in the semifinals, like, literally, like, at least three times. He just, he's the bullet guy. Yeah, he always gets bullet. He always. Like, it's cursed. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. I, I heard, like, when but I he think was... he drew, like, eighth in the finals. Yeah. So he got, he got, he got the car. That, that's good. I yeah. heard that, like, every time, like, he's pulled, 
yeah. for the semifinals. He always pulls bullet. Yeah, even, every time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like even when times on prelims, they end up putting him first. Yeah, yeah. So he's eight. Dan Weber opened. Dan Weber had a great set. Dan Weber advanced from the bullet. Yeah, he did. Gotta be a little faster. Dan Weber doesn't, doesn't, doesn't lose sleep. He won't cry to us like Julia does. Yeah. Julia, Cor- Julia Coral. 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 Mm-mm. Yeah. You guys didn't talk about me on your podcast. It's like, okay, you narcissist. Stop. <laughs> yeah. She's lovely mm-hmm. No, she's great. <laughs> I love Julia. This is the night the fangs are out because I've had Bill enough. You know, yeah. Of the only the people fantastic. I love. So she's gonna be on he the needs podcast. To smoke yeah. his weed and she, yeah. she would appreciate it. That's what it is. I was so happy for Dan because of how, you know how many so times well. he's done Bullet, how many times he's done these contests, how many times he just has this, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. And he was really encouraging to me. So when I heard his uh, his name get called, I had, like, Elaine Venice pushed him in the chest. Oh, she did it! He's like, yeah. oh, my God. He's like, I don't I want like, you to touch I know, I'm sure yeah. I terrified him, but oh, I couldn't yeah. help it. I was just like, dude, you did it! Like, he his his. Uh, joke about the challenge, like the Starship Challenger or yeah, Shuttle Challenger. Yeah, yeah. Like Did they talk about how Punky Brewster was traumatized by it as well. No, he didn't. Uh-uh. No, no, see, no, I no. hated then. He talked Brick about Punky how Brewster Big Bird was supposed to be on the Challenger, and that was fucking. Oh hilarious. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did. He did. Oh fuck! It's such a great joke, and me being like a space nerd, fucking yeah, landed very yeah. well. No, it's hard space to nerd over here. Yeah, to open very it. much. Do you uh, watch the Expanse or have you read them? Uh, do not. I, I'm Star Trek. I'm Star Trek all the way. I, I don't like. I, it's not that I don't fuck with Star Wars or like any other sci-fi like genre. It's just Dune. it's what I grew up in. Dune's coming out anyway. This is not yeah. a podcast about Dune. We can uh, talk about this is the nerd at any here. point. <laughs> we got to talk about my favorite rookie of the year, Henry Rowan Gardner. Yeah, so Cameron Peloso. If we had a radio Brendo Man rookie of the year for the last three months of comedy. We love him. We have a crush yeah. on him. Give it to yeah. Cameron. He's really good, and he's really sweet, and he's been coming to Haymaker a lot. So, it was and cool he's not leaving. Fun. He was gonna leave, and now he said he's not leaving. Yeah, that's nice to know. Good. Yeah, he's stay because he's going to school. Yep. Nice. Yeah. We should talk. <clears throat> I'm a school guy. Yeah. After Cam, David Kildall, or as he's listed here, David Kildall. Kildall. Right, yeah, yeah. David Kildall. One of my favorite sets. My last name is David Kildall. My dad's name is Kildall. And people laughed at that. Just the fact that he brought up his name, people laughed like the premise. And then when he said the punchline, I'm like, it means killed everyone. And then I got another laugh. But you could tell that he was like, whoa. Let me talk about was that. Was this the year that name night? jokes were in? I did name jokes I for mean, like three straight years. The crowd is so hot at Helium that like you can literally get a laugh on a setup if you pause. Yeah, I was getting laugh to kind of figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's nice. Like, you don't have to rush it. They'll laugh before you even get to the punchline sometimes. Now, this is where it's getting so hard to predict the contest. Like, I, I would have penciled David Kildall because he has so many punchlines. He has a comedian's guy. He meets, you know, if you feel like, I'm going to see a comedian. If he looks like David Kildall, you're like, yes, that is a comedian. Mm-hmm. You're just and quiet. Jordan Kasner, too. Crushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crush, crushed through the, the, the preliminary. What happened to Jordan? I wasn't there. Jordan um, did great. I know. Jordan, Jordan did, did How did he not did go well. through is what uh, I mean. I think his second half was better than the first half. Yeah. Well, so he closed strong? I don't know. Yeah. 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 He I just got, he got overshadowed well. by Bowie that came up yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got, sha- he got overshadowed by the WAP. <laughs> Yeah. But we had pulled a hot dog out of his pants or something. But we pulled a hot dog yeah, out of his yeah, pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also brought another huge chunk of people. Pete was there again. Pete saw Bowie twice. Me zero. Our mutual friend Pete. 
Oh, that's came funny. to Bowie's contest rounds twice with guests. Didn't come. I didn't invite him. It's not me. I'm not going to invite someone with a kid to a comedy show because I know what that ask means. Two kids. Two kids now. Congrats. Yeah, Bowie just uh, he put it all out there, and I think he was having fun up there. I forget who said it. So hours later, Bowie rolls into the high dive. Uh, with a with a a chorus of like bubbly women and like dudes like just like laughing at him and then he pulls a pineapple out of his backpack and just starts like getting the bar to chant about his pineapple like yeah yeah (laughs) I remember that cannot be stopped and he's chanting while wearing an avocado shirt which sounded he has four he has the same shirt (laughs) four four different one of my friends sent me for the same shirt mm-hmm. I, I just can't get the more I learn about Bowie the more I love him more yeah I, I love that dude I, I did like kind of a recording with him and he, he is a great soul he's for real soul. He, yeah. he's a good soul I yeah. love I love that guy for real yeah he's sweet he's a very sweet guy what other wild stuff have we learned about Bowie um, I felt like we had a We got pineapple and avocado he shirt. He shaved half his mustache. Oh, he did his do that. That's his headshot. He was a hot shot headshot because it Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looked like half of Hitler. Works in no, the I'm sorry. <laughs> shave it that way. No, I know. I know. I'm I'm being ridiculous. But anyway. Sorry. Trends continue. Bowie does Bowie shit, and then Kelly Ryan comes in and crushes. Oh, she destroyed. She was like the Diana Potter of last night, where I was just like, She's my you're favorite. going through. In the sense of just like, you blew the roof off, you're one of the four. Yeah. yeah. Kelly, Kelly Ryan did very well in like her whole like Northeastern like, mm-hmm. like bit, like fucking murder. Like mm-hmm. her like, yeah, she was like, I'm from Buffalo and these people yeah. lost their minds. Yeah, crazy. I know. It's like, what the fuck's about my, and she, people I think, love Buffalo, even yeah. people who aren't from Buffalo. And then she's like, yeah. what are you guys cheering for? Buffalo fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She, she fucking murdered. She she's did so much. She did like great crowd work. Yeah. She roasted some crowd people. Oh, and yeah. she's just, she's just good at being mean, but in a funny way, yeah. like in a comedic way. She's it's uh, it makes nothing yeah. makes me more jealous than someone who can pull off being mean in an endearing way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I for real. I just come off as a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Right. I don't know, dudes. I, you know, <laughs> it's hard. I don't know if I can handle like a roast. I think I'd get too upset, and also I'd be too mean, and I would just be like mess. I don't think I can. That's not my. It's it, it can. It's a tricky minefield. You it's know? also. I think it's harder for women to be mean on stage because we already have to be so many things. So if yeah. we're too mean, we're yeah. a bitch. But for dudes, can go out and just roast people all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, not saying that every dude can. I just think that, like, it's a little bit harder in some ways to, like, do it, but she kind of owns being a bitch. She's like, I don't hear if you fucking people like me. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. attitude is, like, what it takes to be mean and endearing. Because if you care yeah. too much. So I think nice people have a hard time being mean because you don't actually want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not committing. <laughs> and yeah. you care. So people are like, oh, that's awkward. She's not a bitch. She's a cunt. And she said that <laughs> Whoa, on stage. So that's not me saying it. Whoa. That is her words. <laughs> We're so, gonna have to bleep that she, out. <laughs> I'm <Hold> sorry. <laughs> okay. No, she she was hilarious and she rocked it. She really did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She was my first. All right, you got through person. Got it. And then uh, 
Shane rolls through with a with a with a brand new set. He's had a new set. He had a totally different set from his new to Brenda quarterfinal set. He yeah. I was he interested. Busted out some older yeah. material mm-hmm. from what I was told. I was curious if he did that same set at the prelims. He did not. No, so many prelims. I wasn't sure. At the prelims, he did the uh, my my young daughter told this bully to suck her dick. And yeah, he was proud that. I and love then he that. Did That's a whole long long bit about like his neighbors. Even though I want, but being a creep and watching his neighbors fuck. Oh yeah, are listening. To yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And like, he was a creepy home. peeper in the preliminaries. What do you do in the semis? Um, was he creepy peeping? No, no creepy. He peeping. did. He did none of the creepy. He peeping. told a bunch of like dad jokes. Like, ah, yeah, there you go. it was a, it's a lot of it's a lot of dad jokes. Yeah. So at the very beginning, when there's a list of a hundred and thirty comics, God bless him, Shane Brendan. It's the only one of my three picks to have made the finals. Yeah, yeah. He, I knew he would. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me down, Amanda. Oh, that's sorry. Yeah. It was Tori. No, it was Tori and Jake. Tori. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, unfortunately, Tori was not able to Jake. see a lot of the preliminaries. Oh, yeah. After Jake's prelim, I was like, Jake, Jake's here. And mm-hmm. then he didn't make the final. Fuck yeah. you, Jake. You made yeah. me look like an idiot yeah, on my own podcast Jake. in front of my wife and my new friends. Yeah. <laughs> stick with the pedophilia. Yeah, right? stick with that. <laughs> stay, stay in your lane, the silent lane of self-driving cars. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, yes, for real. He, he, he killed some, I, I am upset that, it's like, just, there's so many people who didn't get through that, like, I wish they had. I'm upset, I'm obsessed this contest with transitions that get laughs. And oh, one yeah. of my favorite transitions, other than Brendo's just non sequitur transition of, I was just was talking about having a growler date, ask me to bounce my fupa off his head while going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how about the you guys following the wars? <laughs> That's a great. One. That's a transition. <laughs> I love the hard right turn. And I like, love it. I, silver metal goes. Oh, that is amazing. Silver yeah. metal transition so goes to Jake, who's just been this pedophile. Elon, these billionaire pedophiles, pedophiles, pedophiles. There's more pedophile joke, and the crowd's loving it. He, you know, gets to the end of the pedophile joke. And he's like. So I live in a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And then he jumps right back into it, too. It's just like, he, he's going to check. He just goes right back. So that's why I think I... Anyway, it's, I have to go back hilarious to failures it, of the pre- I thought it, if he, It's so good. I thought if he ended with the... I thought if he ended... Like, if he didn't do that tampon vote joke... I think. Well, he did it... I think he did it at the end, and that's what that's made what I mean. go over. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He should have stuck with the Teslas. He, he bled like, too close to the sun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Shane Brandon does it, and then oh, this is—I would have been so. This was the round I wanted to most watch in the semifinals because I just wanted to see so many things. Got we had two one namers. We already talked about Bowie after Shane. There was Christ. Christ. Yeah. Rebecca hasn't seen Christ yet. No. Have you have you heard this the, whole thing is about him? I haven't he, heard the news. Is he's a creeper? He's a creeper and a serial killer. Like and he did he did do well and he did get some laughs. Um but I I think just his pre- he never lifted the mic off the stand. Well and he's come to my mics a lot and he so he plays on the like I look like and it's all just like 
being creepy. Yeah. Looking like a serial killer stuff. So like, so it's like really dark, self-deprecating humor that yeah. he doesn't move around. He keeps the mic in the mic stand, like it's all that. You gotta kind of vibe. And I was after him, so I didn't even watch his set tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, but like I've definitely like seen that's kind of his style. So it's mm-hmm. like some people think it's hilarious, and some people are like, "Is he?" Okay? That was one of those things where like, <laughs> that's a line. even on the line night that on the night that he went through, I was just like watching. He was on a tightrope because mm-hmm. like if they don't like where he's going with this tension, it's all gonna fall apart. Mm-hmm. And he kept it all the way through and had a great response. And um, how how did it? I think it went. I think it was. I think it was fine. It wasn't like his. I don't fine. think it was. I feel like you're sugarcoating it right now. Like I don't mean to be mean because like, you can. You know, I have to see I, him. I, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't want. Like I'm not trying to be. You can put your shit on Christ to him, our He's, Lord and Savior. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, our Lord and Savior. He, uh, first of all, like there are people with like names. You need to like maybe fix the name. A little bit. But that's how he signs up. You're like okay, Mitzi. Fine. You're like okay. Mitzi from the comic uh, You should wear a yellow hat, then come back to No, me. no, no. I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to shit on like, you know, uh, artistic choices, you know. Um, but also, like, there's some, there's definitely things to work on there. You want to be more than that. And he doesn't open I, it. I, 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 with it. I was rooting for yeah. him the whole time. And it's just, it's, it's, it gets to a point where it's hard oh, to. Oh, so not it does matter. So you had to follow a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So there were probably people in the audience that I don't like the serial killer vibes, and now it's your job to have the set of your life. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, that's talking about contrasting energy. You know, I'm gonna follow. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> oh like, shit, yeah. yeah. Your whole vibe is a sharp right turn. Yeah. 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 You did not get the energy that (laughs) probably should have followed your comment. Like, uh, followed them. Like, you know, you were left in a dark room. (laughs) After that. Come out too hot? Um, well. Sometimes, you know, high energy. Sometimes I'm that comic when I'm hosting. It's sometimes it's like, oh, too much energy, right? Well, that's what, like, I, I, I want to just backtrack a little bit, and I'm sorry if this like, but like Ben Harkin coming after Dahlia, da- Dahlia, Dahlia, the dude, the energy shift was amazing, you know, and that works, you know, but like coming up after Christ <laughs> was uh, you got you're you, a Christ hole, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a Christ hole. For, yeah, and usually, like, there's not a lot of comedians in all three of the semifinal rounds that are following Christ hole. You're the only one <laughs> that had to follow Christ hole. Yeah, Un- unfortunately, you know, it's like it's whatever. We can move on. So I've only made it to the um, semifinals one other time before, and it was when I first moved here, and I was like, yeah, I just had that momentum. I was like, I don't know these people. I don't care. This game from Chicago. Like, I didn't think I had friends. I just kind of was doing it to have fun. I think that was, like, took me out of my head of I want to impress everyone to, like, who cares? And I think that is what brought me to the semifinals. And then last night I did the thing that I promised I would never do is, like, add a new thing that would be really funny. And what did you add? (laughs) So the first time I added a character I had not perfected, and I thought it would be hilarious to not transition, but to just do the character and then do my set. In my mind, very funny to that room. What the fuck just happened? And I've been able to do it at Mike's later, but I was like, don't ever do that shit again. Mm. And so then last night, I have like a fanny pack joke. We should call it a crotch pocket. And then I do the jingle like crotch pocket. So I was like, 
Hell yeah, the blockbuster video fanny pack. Crotch pocket, pardon me. Yeah, um, hello. With dad snacks. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Dad snacks. That's, that's awesome. So the night of where, you know, I'm going through it, and then I was thinking about how funny it would be if I'd pull out. I mentioned this to y'all, like, the night before. Like, how funny it would be if I'd pull out a hot pocket from my crotch pocket. But you asked the wrong right? people. Should we have talked you out of it? <laughs> Because I will, I will say if you say should I use a prop, I will say yes, a hundred percent of the time. But here's the thing, Bowie already pulled a hot dog out of his pocket. You can have two food prop comics on a finals night, especially after that's the his fact. thing. I argue that you can. Can, can we talk I should have about... ended with it because it would have been like no one would have seen it coming and that would have been funny. But I tried to open with it in like a room that was already like what the fuck's going on, and I kind of tried to do it, but I didn't. I. I, I knew that I should have just started with what I know is Could funny. Could you have fed it to the same guy that ate the hot dog? I ended up giving dog? it to the hot dog guy, yeah. He did. That's what he did. Yeah. 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 It was that, that's a hilarious yeah. move. Yeah. It, it is. is. It's, it's great. Yeah. But I'm just like, if what you're going to do that move, did you notice that? I thought it was hilarious because everybody was already like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy for eating that hot dog? Why? Did he actually? I hope yeah, he did Yeah, dude, not. he did. He took a bite. What the there. fuck is wrong with I don't him. know if we mentioned it. <laughs> he took a big bite out of the he hot did. dog. Oh, oh hopefully the other end. Booey took like, the hot the dog. Fuck. Why out of his pocket? It's so much, so much. So we have to go back. What was the context? Bluey was like, "I'm going to give a motivational speech to this hot dog." He was doing that. Was the setup? Why do we call hot dogs hot dog? I think that's like uh, he was trying to say this hot dog beautiful. beautiful. We should call them beautiful beautiful dogs instead of being like they're hot. He was kind of play on like the like you know body positivity and like you're more than your looks. So we all had to like. It's like it's like it is a beautiful thing, but also. The fuck! (laughs) All these cucks did pretty much the same sets they did in the first round. Bowie's coming out with fresh props, Mm. with fresh bits. He's taking us places. Hopefully, fresh hot dogs. Yeah, he said his sister brought it to the show, so they can't ask someone. So I had to thing when I was in the shower. Microwave it? What the fuck? No, he just (laughs) just gave him. Okay, that was my other thing. Sorry. Oh no, I just want to say, there's. The contest happens, it goes the way you want it to go. Awesome. Now you have this trophy, this hot pocket. What happened to the hot pocket of, oh. of shame? Where, where did, okay, where did so I'll tell you, there's one in my freezer because we bought a two pack. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like but the that. joke is like, it's a crotch pocket, so you know what flavor it is? Ham and cheese. And that's the joke, that's the flavor of a crotch pocket. Because they're my least favorite. So I had to get the two pack. So there's one in my freezer right now. And I'm like, that was the most disappointing thing I was making up this morning. I'd be like, oh fuck. We have another one in here. And I'm gonna eat it. We're gonna eat it in the freezer for one day. You're you're willing to give it up in the finals. Like, that's why it's in our freezer. I was like a two pack, because I'm gonna do this fanny pack. Fucking shit. Finals. That's how confident I was. That was my big advice after, um, learning the ukulele, doing a ukulele gag in a contest is big regret during the stall (laughs) set. Should have taken the ukulele to my car because then I had to do like the like, hey, thanks for coming out. Yeah, I thought I was. I, thanks for supporting me with this ukulele strapped in my back. And I was just like, you're choking me. Mm. Yeah. The ukulele of failure. Yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna play you again. And I haven't. <laughs> I burned that ukulele. I, no, like, we don't yeah. sing it. This is like Coco. Uh, we don't sing in this house anymore. Oh my god! No All <laughs> we do is make podcasts. We no haven't been hearing Nano Nano Boss lately in this house. I've been learning new songs. A lot of Baby Shark, not very much Nano Boss. Baby Shark, that song's a hit with the kids. Well, you'll be hearing my hit single Nano Nano Boss this late August at the comedy show in the backyard up the street from my house. Mm. 
Nice. Um, fuck. Give okay, us, we, give us your address. What? On the podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm only kidding. Please uh, don't. Days no. have shows. Yeah. <laughs> cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what you did you close the crotch pocket? You close your no. I started with it. Okay. I should have done it the other way around. Cause I think you can I start, and then by the time you finish, they've forgotten about. Well, it. Well, I just think if you're going to do a new, even at an open mic, if you're going to do, unless you're only trying out one new bit, I think it's important to start and then try a new thing and then end with something funny. So that way you're not just. I feel like you and I were talking about this. Who's I talking? I don't know. No, I've been hanging out and talking with a lot of comics that had funny. Is that what I did wrong? But to, she, sandwich, but to sandwich the newer stuff in the middle because if you open yes. with it, if it doesn't go well, yeah. and you get like, oh fuck, I should have done that. And if you end with it, and then you're like, now I leave. <laughs> I just walk away after I did that. Yeah, my so crotch pocket smells like ham and cheese. Bye. Yeah, I was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think about Brendan's clothes. I owned it, but I felt self conscious, and then I was like, you know what? Fucking take it. I was like, I. And then I kind of tried to make a joke about how I've been walking around with this all day. But I honestly was just like, I don't, I don't even like this flavor. <laughs> for the joke. Yeah. So, but seriously, did it just get thrown away? Did you eat I it? I put it on the table with the guy. Yeah, yeah the guy who took the He, he, took guy. he, he ate he a crotch pocket, like one. No, I'm sure the people at Healing had to like, take that hot dog in the pocket. I should have yeah. fed him my ukulele. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> like a goat? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Speaking of, goats. No, speaking of goats, one of the one of the greatest of all time, Dylan Carlino. Oh my god, so funny. Dylan is great. Came up after you. Yeah. Gosh, I, I part, fell right into his trap about his like where my straight dudes is like I was like I was just trying to support him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you're all gay in some way. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like <laughs> It is a yeah, spectrum. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's all a spectrum, it. you know, and that's fine. I just felt, I, like, I hate I felt that, fell into his trap. Like, mm-hmm. it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was talking to me, like, outside, like, beforehand. He's like, you know what I love? Straight men. Like, well, him and Bjorn, actually, I think they have a podcast as well. Oh, okay. um, Brendan, thoughts on this? I don't like straight men. What? Yeah. I'm your brother. <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, bear. I don't either. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Dylan thought that I said because I mentioned being a bi on stage, and he thought I mentioned having a bi boyfriend, and he was like, "Because if you did, I was going to go up after and be like, Amanda, why are you talking about me or something like that? Like, make that the joke that he was my boyfriend." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that would have been cute." <laughs> yeah, that would. Be cool. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so he, Dylan advanced because he's he he the crushed. best. Yeah, oh, he destroyed. Crushed. In the prelims, he's like, oh, I, should I even be here? I don't even know what I'm going to say. He tried to do a whole new set last night, like, and me yeah. and Shane and a couple of, and Dan Weber all were just like, dude, it's judges. Do the same set. It's Portland's funny. It's not like It's Portland's- new to them, trust yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm glad that he did exactly, you know, what he's comfortable with he, instead he, of trying to fiddle around. Yeah, he just expanded on, like, the shit about his family and stuff. It yeah. was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. He's got some interesting stuff on that. Yeah, he's 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 a great like you know as far as like gay comics go like he's one of my favorites. And I usually don't like gay comics. (laughs) (laughs) I usually don't like I usually don't like men comics. Let's go Alex Jones on this shit. (laughs) I know. Let me clarify that. I usually don't like gay men comics. Oh, okay. Well, we're half and half. So there you go. He always finds a way to shit on his brother. Brendan's like sometimes asexual, sometimes bi. You gotta talk to him. Well, asexual is just I'm only sexual at night. No? Okay, never mind. 
I know what it means. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just kidding. It was just a joke. I'm okay, sorry. save for the comedians. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up now. One of my so favorite pretty. comedians. Uh, one of the surprises, you know, I'm, I'm looking. You know, I think Thursday I was at the park checking the list with my baby. I wasn't there, hmm. and uh, I, I saw the four names, and I was expecting to see the next comic's name on that list of advancers. I was expecting to see Brian oh, Bixby. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, totally. He's been the he's been in the finals before. Hmm. I mean, he's he he is like the thing that he's a joke so, machine. He's a machine. Here's here's the thing he that it's a joke machine. Here's the thing that bothered me about the semifinals is that throughout the semifinals, except for the last night of the semifinals, there were new judges. There were only two current judges throughout the uh, first two. And then they added three different, or four different ones. Sean yeah, Patton was one of them. Sean Patton was a celebrity he, judge. He was. Right. He was a celebrity judge, but they added three different other uh, judges. Sounds so like it just was like, like it seems unfair. I would be like, there was no consistency. I want to be like, hey, if a judge flakes, my brother and I, we podcast about it. Oh, We're yeah. judges now. Yeah. yeah. See, this is, we are the captains now. Yeah. 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 Right. Like it just, there wasn't consistency for the third round. And I think that's what like really flopped it. That's how like, some asshole like Dan Weber goes through. Yeah. <laughs> judges that don't know shit from a shit stain. <laughs> they're both shit. Yeah. They're both shit. For real, it, it um, was it was unfortunate. Bigsby come brings the last. I love it. He, 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 he did great. He did great. member of the Seventh Avenue crew. He's living in the neighborhood now. Mm-hmm. Come check mm-hmm. us out. Funniest block in town. Okay. Um, lived across the railroad tracks, yeah. almost in the hood. Howdy. Sam Whiteley, mm-hmm. who uh, came up after Biggs. Yeah. Whiteley did great too. He did really good. Whiteley did. He's a competitor. He's a guy who's like not going to be drinking at high dive after he does an advance. No, or, yeah. or he'll yeah. go home, be sad, is, and then come back out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate because like of all these people, like like I know some of them. I don't know a lot. Of, well, I know a lot of them through Amanda, yeah. um, and you know a lot a lot of them who didn't advance you know we hung out after the fact and were like hey like some of them like killed and dq you know and i i fucking love them no matter no matter if you advanced or not like you are still fucking hilarious yeah it doesn't matter you got you got your tape it's okay that you didn't yeah. advance it, rebecca it's, yeah, yeah. It, it is it's it's okay like you right you still did your fucking best and there's no way that I would advance the semifinals. I don't even think I'd make the preliminaries. So, you know, they they all did very well and 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 that's that's my say. Except for Robbie Sherman, who went last. And yeah, fuck Robbie Sherman. Kid. He's the no. sweetest, sweetest. <laughs> he is the sweetest guy. He kinda reminds me of me. <laughs> a little well. He's a lot funnier than me. I, I, well, I mean, like, sweet. He's, he's a sweet guy, and hopefully, you know, I'm a sweet dude. You are sweet. And you're Robbie sweet. Sherman, kind of the opposite of Sam Wiley. He's probably going to be having a better time when he's losing the contest. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop Robbie Sherman from having a fun time. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what yeah. I love most about him. He did a great bit where he forgot his set. Like, that was, like, his whole bit. <laughs> that's a great bit to do. It's ballsy. I, I know. It was a bit. Like, it was a bit. It was bit. a bit. 
I know it wasn't the bed. But (laughs) because I talked to him after. And look, but he recovered so well. He recovered very well. Bomb jujitsu, turn a bomb into laughs. Robbie did it. He fucking he he seriously the biggest he brought the audience with him on his journey. Yeah. Like, he seriously did. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, yeah. and you know, you, this isn't the takeaway you hope for going into the semifinals on like a fucking rad night is if the, if one of the takeaways, one of the many takeaways for Robbie is, whew, well, I've proven that I can, you know, roll with, with something like that on every, every, I think every contest that Robbie decides to do in the future is going to be a lot easier. Because yeah. of his experience last night, yeah. and you know what, he's 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 funny. He's sweet. he's very funny. I, I think I think he just uh, <clears throat> you know shit happens, and he like ju- just the fact that he was able to recover was very. Oh yeah, he ended very. It, that's that's good experience. He, like, just had, that, he had a little stroke moment, a little yeah. he, he like had, miles, he had a twist. Robbie Sherman, yeah. gets the he he did this clips. bit too where he like was like, and my parents are are here too, and it was not his parents. And it was, but the it, whole room was like applauding and kept telling him to stand up. Yeah, stand about. up. And then he goes, "I'm fucking with those people, you guys." It was, it was great. Delightful. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. He 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 did well. Mm-hmm. And he's, I love he's, he's a I love concept bits. That's a concept. Mm-hmm. You fucking mm-hmm. imagine how the audience would react. I love that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. He, he did well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all of these guys did very well, and I applaud them. Yeah. <sighs> well. Congratulations, Dan Weber. Congratulations, Shane, Brendan, Kelly, Ryan. Congratulations, Dylan Carlino. Congratulations, James Boskens. Congratulations, Diane Potter, Amanda Arnold, Nick Scalzoni. Congratulations, Riley McCarthy, Dylan Jenkins, and Ben Harkins, and that fucking terrible transplant, Bruce Gray. Don't even know the guy. Um, those are your finalists. You they, can, you can come see them this Sunday. Please see them this yeah. Sunday. If you had already bought tickets, it's sold, yeah, it's if, sold out. It's sold out. If, if you have not seen them, it is going to be a fire show. But guess who got two tickets and a babysitter for Sunday? Fuck yeah. Are you joking? No. You've been a little Paint our house while I go to the whole contest and not take my love to the finals on a date night Sunday. Hell yeah. Congrats. Nice. Yeah. Way to go. You guys want to watch our daughter? You guys don't have tickets. What, you think you're on someone's conference? She's on another show. So, it was the finals or another show. So, she already got her open mic. All right, listeners, if you're out there, find me on Facebook. You know, if you want to babysit, we pay less than minimum wage. Because minimum wage is really high right now. <laughs> yeah, fifteen dollars an hour is like too high. It's too much. Yeah. How about no. it? How about ten dollars an hour and exposure? Yeah. How about five dollars an hour and yeah. exposure? Like, let's let's be real. Don't be that dad. <laughs> Naked. Dad I'm not a dad, so I'm I'm good. I'm living. Uh, well, that's this is our semifinal episode spectacular, the longest episode we've we put in the cans. But we had so it, much. It's, we had a lot. I, I hope it's been fun. You guys yeah. are great. Yeah, real. thanks for having. Uh, me. Uh, thank you it's for really, us really letting fun. guests here. Like. It's been a great experience. Yeah. Yes. Uh, smash that unsubscribe button. This is the worst podcast you'll ever listen to. Um, love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you. Love you, baby. Lo- love you. Love you. Oh my God, is that the first time you guys said that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Awkward. We're done. Stop it. Stop it now. Stop it. <laughs>